Welcome, and thanks for listening to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include workplace vaccine mandates, an interview with Brett Bivener, Chief Technology Officer at Nationwide Mortgage Bankers, about their DBA, FasterFi, and what to talk about at the Thanksgiving table. Here's a hint. It's something that's rising beyond the internal temperature of the turkey. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. The firm has also consistently been recognized as one of the fastest growing firms in the country and has been named to the Housing Wire Tech 100 in Mortgage, Accounting Today Firms to Watch, and the fastest growing firms and an excellence in firm culture by Inside Public Accounting several times. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. There are 29 business days left in 2021. Some MLOs who can shift their refi closings are thinking about the tax implications of closing this year or next year. Everyone is dealing with seasonal purchase slowdowns, appraisal bottlenecks, lower margins, higher marketing spending, and no overtime. Lenders are interested in optimizing their technology, workflow process, and lead conversions, while seeing hard loans replace the easy loans from earlier in 2021. Employers of all sizes are interested in rules and regulations. And last week, BST Holdings, LLC et al., versus the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, or OSHA, in case 2021-6845, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit issued an order affirming its November 6, 2021 order, staying the implementation and enforcement of OSHA's November 5, 2021 Emergency Temporary Standards, or ETS, requiring employers with 100 or more employees to ensure that their employees who report to a workplace are vaccinated against COVID-19 or submit to weekly COVID-19 testing. Tomorrow at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, MBA is hosting a webinar to discuss the emergency temporary standard and its potential impacts. For the links to those stories, as well as the latest broker and lender services and products, and events and trainings to wrap up November, visit robchrisman.com. Today on the podcast, I wanted to welcome onto the show Brett Bivener, Chief Technology Officer at Nationwide Mortgage Bankers, or NMB. He is a career technologist with a broad background of using technology solutions to solve business problems, create efficiencies, and foster growth. I wanted to talk to him today about FasterFi, a new company that says it's the fastest way to finance. Hey, Brett, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good morning. Good morning. Nice, nice to talk to you. Uh, so, Brett, let's start with this. What is FasterFi? FasterFi is, um, is a technology and consumer-first financial solution that, that we've put together as a way to best serve some of our borrowers. At NMB, we always put borrowers first and think about how we're evolving to serve, um, serve their evolving needs. And we do that really, really effectively for a huge portion of the population through our um, traditional retail channel. And as we've pushed the envelope there and, and evolved technology to streamline that process and, and deliver a better experience to those borrowers, what we found is we've, we've made a whole lot of progress. And if, if, we, if we carve out a, a certain segment of those borrowers, we're able to serve them even better through um, a channel that we call FasterFi. And so FasterFi is focused on providing a self-directed and streamlined lending experience that saves time and money for 
modern borrowers. If you could tell me some of the key differentiators or the the key differentiator, that'd be fantastic as well. Fasterfy, the name kind of implies speed, but more than just speed. At Fasterfy, I think we're really focused on time and time is everyone's most most precious resource. And so if we're able to save time, allow borrowers to go through the, the lending process on their own time, and we're able to save them money in the process, I think um, I think that's a win for everybody. And so that's what, what we've tried to do with Fasterfy is, is put the best of what we, we have built from a technology standpoint, from a consumer experience standpoint, through our, our retail channel together and allow well-qualified borrowers to get through the process really, really easily and, and really quickly. That sounds great, especially as we're seeing some of the uh, overall refinance volume in the market drop off. It, it's nice to think, okay, I can, I can have an option that is really going to get me through this process quickly and make it easy on me. So who is backing FasterFi? FasterFi is backed by uh, Nationwide Mortgage Bankers. And NMB has been named the fastest growing mortgage lender in America for three consecutive years by Inc. 5000. And we are able to serve a whole lot of borrowers really effectively through that channel. What we found though is, is some of those borrowers want to do more of the work on, on their own and they might not want to meet with, with a loan officer in person or face-to-face in a branch. And so Fasterfy is, is really a manifestation of all, all the tech that we've put together that enables a borrower to do that on their own time. As a millennial, that's very refreshing to hear. Are you targeting certain segments of the population? Are you targeting, who's it for? I think when, when we think technology, right, the millennials or, or younger generations pop to mind, but I really, I think that's, that's kind of limiting. And I think the past couple of years, we, we've seen a whole lot of people get really comfortable conducting a lot of different aspects of their life online. And we see Fasterfy as an extension of that. So if, if you're a well-qualified borrower who uh, wants to, to approach the mortgage process with, with a lot of transparency and, and provide us a lot of information about yourself. And, and we, we in turn are going to provide you uh, rates um, upfront, be really transparent about what we need from you through the process. Um, and, and you kind of want to control your own, own destiny through, uh, through the lending process. I, I think Fasterfy is a fit for you. And so I think, um, I think that resonates with, with a lot of people, not just, not just those that we would think of as millennials. Excellent point. Can you kind of compare FasterFi to what's currently out there? We've seen some options options similar to FasterFi emerge from from large lenders, but we and we believe that as an independent mortgage bank, we're we're best suited to help uh, most borrowers through the lending process, and and we really lean on on the experience and expertise of a team that we've built here to provide that and, and serve borrowers in the best way, best way possible. We really think it's important for, for us to focus on something like FasterFi and make sure that we're meeting, meeting the needs of those borrowers that, like we said, aren't, aren't going to go visit, visit a local branch, but are going to be, be shopping online, are going to be potentially even, you know, looking for, for financing um, online and, and uh, we want to meet them where they are. That sounds great. So what is the future of the platform? Where do you go from here? I think one of the most exciting things is that that we really see FasterFi as always evolving, right? It 
is where we're sort of pushing all of the experience we've gathered, injecting technology into the lending process. And we're we're not done, right? You know, if we zoom out the, the lending process, it's still is is painful for a lot of a lot of customers and the future of fasterfy i think is is really exciting for us here at at nmb um, because we see it as as a work in progress and we're going to continue to um, inject technology into into the process to make it a, an easier better experience for for our borrowers it was was built for the web and so we can evolve um, at, a, at a really rapid pace um, and so we plan on refining our online portal and, and doing more to take burden off of the borrower uh, to, to get verified for this, this really important financial decision. And so um, it, we're really, really excited about where FasterFi is going. Well, to my friends outside of the mortgage industry, actually, I have no friends in the mortgage industry, but to all my friends in, in everyday life, I'm the mortgage guy to them. So for any of them thinking about buying a house or refinancing, I would certainly recommend FasterFi. It sounds like a great uh, value proposition there. Appreciate you coming on talking to me today and, and uh, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Robbie. It was great to, great to chat with you this morning and, and look forward to talking more. What is there to even talk about at Thanksgiving? Oh, inflation. Blame President Biden for passing almost $3 trillion of bills to boost the economy. Blame the Fed for keeping easy monetary policy in place longer than in past economic cycles. Blame corporate America for disrupting supply chains. And blame your neighbor for being willing to pay up for the last turkey at the grocery store. The future of inflation and mortgage rates depends on what happens in Washington, what happens with the pandemic, and how quickly Americans return to more typical spending patterns and go back to work. Well-run mortgage companies don't base their business model around rate predictions, most of which have rates going up as of late. And good LOs like the maxim that one in the hand is better than two in the bush, at least when it comes to rate locks. Either way, blame and worry don't do anybody any good. Keeping an efficient and profitable mortgage operation does. Treasury yields rose again yesterday on more speculation the Fed may have to speed up tightening to fight those aforementioned price pressures. We saw that retail sales rose 1.7% month over month, the most in seven months, in October, and 16.3% year over year, according to the Census Bureau. The report was higher than estimates and signifies a good start for the holiday shopping season. But the outlook isn't so great for struggling families, as higher prices coupled with the withdrawal of pandemic support are straining wallets. And Americans are saving less and using credit cards more to allow them to keep up with surging prices. Other economic releases beating expectations on the day included import-export prices, industrial production capacity utilization, and NAHB housing market index. Today's calendar began with mortgage applications from MBA, which decreased 2.8% from one week earlier for the week ending November 12th. The refinance index was 31% lower than the same week one year ago, while the purchase index was 6% lower than the same week one year ago. We've also received October housing starts and building permits, down 0.7 to about 1.5 million a year, and up 4.0% respectively. Later today brings a litany of Fed speakers, including New York's Williams, Cleveland's Mester, Governor Waller, San Francisco's Daly, Chicago's Evans, and Atlanta's Bostitch. The desk will purchase up to $4.7 billion of conventional MBS. There are no treasury purchase operations. We begin the day with agency MBS prices roughly unchanged from Tuesday, and the 10-year yielding 1.64 after closing yesterday at 1.63%. 
Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Having observed the activities at COP26, I have set an ambitious target to phase out my alcohol consumption within the next 29 years as part of an impressive plan to improve my health. The program will see me continue to drink as normal for the foreseeable future, before reducing consumption in 2051 when I turn 92. I want to assure friends and family it will not affect my drinking plans in the short or medium term. It is important not to rush the switch to non-alcoholic beverages. And it's not realistic to transition to zero alcohol overnight. This requires a steady, phased approach where nothing changes for at least two decades. Indeed, I may need to make additional investments in beer consumption in the short term to make sure no night is worse off. I also intend to bring forward the drinking credits earned from the days I haven't drunk over the past 40 years, meaning the final end date for consumption may actually be 2060. To assist with the transition, I have bought a second wine fridge, which I'm calling the capture and storage method. I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Richie May. For over 30 years, Richie May has been deeply involved in the mortgage industry to bring solutions and innovation through advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. To learn more about how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.